And we are back with another episode of How About Them Celtics. Sam and I are here recording on Sunday, February 26th, the day after the Celtics took on the Philadelphia 76ers and arguably one of the better games of the season so far from a neutral perspective. I know it's very stressful if you're a Celtics fan. And I hate the neutral perspective. If you're a neutral, (laughs) shove it. (laughs) It was a great game, uh, and we will get into it. But first, I I have to call attention to it because this will be on YouTube. I have Mm. like a Rudolph on my chin. Instead of is like what a, that's called? A, oh, I just I call it a Rudolph because like whenever you have a pimple on your nose, you look like Rudolph, and that's what I say. Mm. And I just have like it, it could not be per, like more perfectly centered placed on my chin, just a massive well, at uh, least red it's not dot thrown off your facial symmetry. <laughs> yeah, I get. Yeah, thank you. That's, because that's you the can't have side. that if you're on camera. You have to be very much <laughs> symmetrical, so you look good. Hey, I guess so. I guess so. No, yeah, it 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 was brutal. I woke up, I saw it this morning, I knew we were recording, and I was like, Are you serious? Like is this worst place to get a pimple? Uh, Go. Like, are you asking my opinion? Yeah. Uh that's tough. A, a regular place. Like a like regular well, yeah. Of course. No, no, no. Pimples. I'm thinking it, it's somewhere I'm I'm torn between a couple. I, I okay. think on like your eyebrow was really painful. I don't know if you've Ooh, had yep. that. Okay, agree. super painful. That one sucks. I think I might. Uh, have and that. then also, like inside your nose. I don't know if agree. you've had that. That I've was going to be one for me. Yeah. And also That's your tough. ear. Your ear is really bad ear? too. Yeah, yeah. That, that was another answer. No, inside your nose is awful because you can't really pop it. Right. You just have to put. Like, no, you can't. Heat, like so a heat it's thing, a like big time yeah, effort. Yeah. Hurts. Awful. Real tight yeah. area, sensitive area for your skin. Uh-huh. Also, like if you ever get it, like like right around your lip, that's tough. Bad. Not not a very often occurrence, but still not what you want. Chat, let us know mm-hmm. what you think. Worst pimple placement? Tell us. We yes. will review it. Jack not will like in heart your comments. <laughs> you know what, Jack? I was looking at the YouTube comments. And I was very upset. Mm-hmm. Uh, typically, you will go through on the YouTube account and and heart the comments as I do. We very Did much enjoy the people commenting on our videos interacting with us the uh-huh. one comment that was not hearted was somebody encouraging me to stand my ground at the club when i <laughs> when i had my uh gruesome exchange where my life did was i actually risk. did i leave one on and my- you left i forget who said it but somebody was like sticking up for me and was like no nah, you gotta stand your ground regardless oh, that's awesome. like Wait, i'll go i'll go like it right now that's hilarious. that was very upsetting to me i was like that's wow awesome. jack really doesn't have my back thought he was cool oh Guess i not. do see it i'll leave it a heart i'll leave it a heart right now that's that's you know what the best is? Like whoever left that is going to get fire. the notification that like we hearted their yeah, comment, yeah. and then they're going to listen to this <laughs> and figure yeah. out why. Wow, figure awesome. out why it was a couple days late. Um, busy weekend for me so far. We're we're here on Sunday. Had the Sixers game last night. Friday, big day. Lunch with the fellas from the old Love job it. at the news station. Obviously, eventful week. Very exciting things happening. Always good to see the fellas <laughs> as well. Yes. Uh, at lunch with our boy Smash the Odds, who every pregame gives us a pick. Hate hate to mention, it, but he was night. wrong yesterday. He was wrong, but we were hitting. I hit. I I, I was right. right. I hit both. I said Celtics money line. Of course, that's right. And then Derek White over sixteen and a half points, rebounds, assists. Yep. He had that in points alone. Guys, I said, nasty. I said Tatum rebounds. That hit mm. our buddy Matt in the chat. Well, that's hit all Derek that he was White. Doing. 
yeah exactly <laughs> our buddy matt hit over on Derek white threes it was it was a great game for everybody but smash the odds and i, I mean like you said that was a rap move picking the sixers i mean yeah, well listen that's you why get what i put you the get. hotline on the screen because you gotta at least give the people uh a, a way to help the issue right if you're taking mm-hmm. that pick might be a little addicted to gambling maybe not if you're if you are call the number it's okay yep but anyways we're at lunch he's like you know i'm really feeling like going to the casino like to play the table games i'm like oh cool like i haven't been in a while like we'll go so i go out uh friday night with a couple other friends from the news station again big week there but we all go out go to dinner i'm coming back and i'm like you know what i kind of don't feel like going home none of my friends want to go out i text him like do you want to go so we go to the casino okay i win 50 dollars. whatever he he has a big night too we we go home now, I don't even go to the bank, all right? I don't go back. I don't put the cash away. I know we're going back tomorrow, Saturday. <laughs> so Saturday comes along. I go about my day, workout, go get breakfast, do some articles, and then we go back. It had mm-hmm. been touched upon in the car. So we go back. We enter the casino. Now, when you enter Twin, there is a way right onto the floor, and then there's an upstairs where there's a non-smoking section that also has some tables. There is a guy that sits at like a little podium. He's like a security guy. If you were going to go right to the floor. Now we were going to go upstairs because my friend wanted to get a drink and they have uh, the sports book up there. Like it's not as busy, easy to get some drink. The guy stops us and wants to see my ID, which is fine. I look like this, (laughs) but this just feeds into the narrative that I look young. I caught a stray at the coffee shop earlier this week. We kind of talked about it. Tough. Some guys said I was in there early because I was off school this week. Now I am Mm. off school, but permanently. Yes. So it's a little different. Um, anyways, we go in, he gets his drink. We sit down at the blackjack table. We're hanging out, playing for a bit. Pit boss comes over. You don't know the pit boss. That mm. is the person that's kind of in charge and making sure not, no funny business is going on. Okay. She asked me for my ID again. So this is two Brutal. times I have been ID'd. <laughs> You're catching strays. But I'll tell you what, after they ID'd me, I turned up. I was already down 100. Oh, wow. I threw another 100 in. And then I robbed them. I started. I started hitting everything. I caught fire. It so was. What were you playing? Blackjack. Okay. Are you familiar with blackjack and the? Yeah, rules? yeah. No, I don't. Okay. I don't play blackjack. Yeah. What well, is funny when you play blackjack? Like people get real pissed when people don't know what they're doing. Oh like, yeah, no, I I wait when screw I play. Up the deck. I I understand like what to do and like how like what you're supposed to hit on, but I just I mean, it, hey, if I see a combined you know fourteen, I'm. I'm you have to hit, right? You're hitting, you're hitting 14s, 15s. You, you get another card. You take well, if if they're showing a face, it gets complicated. But anyway, no, no. I, I mean, yes, but yes. A great okay. cast of characters at the casino yesterday. <laughs> now Jack already knows where this is going because I kind of yes. gave him a little sneak peek, and I don't know if you can actually. No, no, no. We're not going to put the guy's picture up because he doesn't know that I took. A Maybe picture not. Up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not a good <laughs> idea. But guy sits down at a table. I mean, he he looks pretty close to Drake like and, and he he knows he Can't definitely confirm. knows he looks like Drake and is trying to look like Drake. <laughs> like, that's his whole thing is he looks like Drake. I got to tell you, my man, Drake, got cleaned out. He was betting. Really? Too. Yeah. Oh, no. He was just he was like throwing money in and He's then like, like he, he has lose, Drake money He's and he would Drake. buy back in and then like just just go all in on the first hand. Uh, like he would just put all his chips on the circle and then he would lose Jack as well. Yeah, yeah, he's just playing blackjack. Yeah, but you had Man. you had the Drake lookalike. You had me on the fat come up, which was nice. And I pulled Huge. out. I knew I knew when it was time to stop. Of course, that's the to. key. You, you just eat. I like having a good time. I like playing, but you have to stop. Mm-hmm. Then Drake loses, loses his money. 
uh, smash the odds is playing for a while. Like he, he's making the money last having a good time, which is typically what I like to do. Like I, I like to play. And like, if you lose, you lose, even though you obviously want to win money, as long yeah. as you don't like sit down and lose five hands, it's fine. Then this group of kids comes up. They got to be like, like 18 to 21. Now I look young and I yeah. thought these kids looked young. Like they look, they all wearing suits. Uh. They look like they just came from the prom. <laughs> So they asked these kids for the ID. It wasn't just me. So I felt a little bit mm-hmm. more like, you know, less singled out. I felt better. Yeah. I had a little bit more respect for the pit boss after that. <laughs> they ID these kids. There's three of them. Two of them have IDs. The third kid doesn't have his wallet. Ooh. And so they're like, listen, if you don't have your ID, you have to leave. And his response was, hold on. Let me text my sister and see if she'll send my birth certificate. <laughs> But it was the best because whatever he did didn't work. And they called like five security guards over and they were all just at the table. I've never seen it before. Like all these kids were there. It was a eventful day to say the least. Also, another big development. This has been a big uh, fan favorite storyline in the chat. The coffee Mm. shop has been resolved. Yes. Yes. I told Jack about this the other day. I went in, I want to say Friday. We got to tell the Jays. It's a yes, Jays. we do have to tell them. them. <laughs> but if you don't know, I, I go to this coffee shop all the time. And recently, this girl starts working there that I used to work with back when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And I used to have a crush on this girl. But that really isn't that important to the story. But it just adds that little bit of awkwardness for me. Sure. Right? It was, it was never weird. Like, we're cool and yeah. whatever. But I don't know if she recognizes me. And like that's always a weird thing because if they do recognize you and they choose not to say anything, then it makes it worse. Yeah. But I was like, ah, oh, like I don't know, like I'm not getting recognized at some family events. Like my face looks different. Like I've lost a lot of like cheek fat. And if you yeah. saw the stream, I just like rubbed my cheeks with my hands <laughs> for whatever reason. But anyways, I go in there all the time. So I go in Friday, and she's like, "What's your name? Like you come in here all the time. Like we always just call you Ham, Egg, and Cheese on a plain bagel with tomato because that's what I get." <laughs> They're like, oh, he's here. Like, make his sandwich. Tomato on the ham, egg, and cheese. Tomato slice, fire. Slept on mm. food. Adds to it. I don't know about that. Yeah, okay. some people don't like Continue. tomato. I, like I don't it. mind tomato, but like, if I'm getting the ham, egg, I actually and like cheese, tomato I'm not on pizza. Tomato on there. Like, in like addition to tomato. the sauce. Yeah, on top. See, not bad. I I can't back you there, but anyways, back to the story. I'm like, oh, my name's Sam. As like we we used to work together, and she was like, oh my god, like. You look so different, like, blah, blah, blah. How are you doing? Whatever. So it's not weird anymore. Good. Thank God. Great resolution. Love it. Love that. That's a very, very wholesome ending to the story. So chat, you can be happy. I'm sure uh, (laughs) any of the reigning Jays would tell me this took far too long and it could have happened day one. It it probably could have, but that's all right. But listen, we wouldn't have content. It was for the content in hindsight. Absolutely. See, my weekend was a little less pleasant. Um, n- nothing like nothing terrible, but I, I told this briefly on, on yeah. pregame show, but I'll say it here. I went to tour an apartment in Boston. My sister went with me because obviously my girlfriend's over in Ireland right now. Um, but we get there, right? Listed as a two bed, two bath, pretty good, you know, uh, in our budget, uh, in the North end, five, uh, 10, less than 10 minute walk from the garden. So it was, it was pretty good location. I, we were walking there, passed by a couple basketball courts outside, nice dog Fire. park, it was, nice area, right? It was cool. Uh, get there, call the person, 
I'm ta- I, I talked to an agent to set it up, but another agent was giving a tour because the guy I talked to was out of town. It was mm. fun. It's listed as uh, Five Margaret Street. I mean, I don't live there, so I'll just say the address. It's Five well, Somebody Street. lives there. Yeah, it's fine. <clears throat> listed as that in the North End. Um, just drop it. I get a call. Well, it's it's it's, it's important to the story. It's important. Can you to the bleep story. it? No, I'm kidding. No, really it's fine. It's it's, it's important to the story. I, I call the lady calls me because I, I texted her. I was outside. She goes, "Hey, I, I, can you see me? I, I'm here." I'm like, "No, I don't see you." Like, what do you mean? She goes, "I'm at Five Saint Margaret." I said, "Uh." Say, say that again run run that back she goes five saint margaret in dorchester i'm like that's just not at all the address that's listed so they listed the wrong address on apartments.com what a waste of time it, it was a complete waste of time right and I, I, somebody in the pregame chat called me out what's wrong with dorchester nothing's wrong with dorchester it's just not where we're <laughs> looking to, to rent an apartment like we're, we're looking in certain areas and that is just it's not one of them and i can't get to there uh, at that time, like it's not like I can go tour this, even if I did have interest in it. Uh, so it, it was just very frustrating. We made the trip, but my sister and I got lunch at Tavern in the Square, across from the Garden. Uh, Great, sure right? Know. Good establishment, fine nice. establishment. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, but uh, it was right next to. I believe that I've, I've talked about it on here before. There, there's an apartment complex across mm-hmm. from the Garden as well, with a basketball court, a gym. Very, very nice, very bougie, very uh out of my price range despite uh you know on the contrary to chat believing i am rich it, no uh i'm not chat I'm not. might be a little rich but it's like it's just all like talent based it's like it's when you're nasty relative. he's Look. just nasty at right and he knows how to get the people engaged hey, so it, listen it's they all click relative. on his stuff you should Sim- click on both our stuff at heavy just, just go do, through but- search our name click on all of it Simply put, these these apartments are out of our price range right and mm. with with all the fees and everything it, yeah. it is not but my sister and I, you know, we wanted to tour them anyways. Just get a look. Like Zoe and I on, on the, you know, 10% chance. We're like, yeah, we'll overpay. We really like the place. We get in there. Just it it was too nice. Not not too nice. Not too nice in the sense like too nice. I wouldn't want to stay there. Too nice in the sense that I am tempted to spend way too much money oh, to live there. You know what I'm yes. saying? So we get in there. There's a mail room. First of all, standard. There's an Amazon hub for Amazon deliveries. You can, you can leave stuff in lockers for your. Right. your it's kind of you know, hard friends and relatives to pick up your dogs you can leave them a code they do pet of the month and we're looking to adopt a couple pet of dogs of so that was cool pet of the month how do they right? decide that how do you I know, know. That there's no uh shenanigans going on they're not i don't know it. but it was very cute winston was the pet of the month when we went winston. there very cute dog very cute dog they do they have like a board with with mail rooms they have the tea schedule on the board on the tv and stuff they have a gift wrapping station a gift really? wrapping station in like the mail that room. you can like a table with tape with, and wrapping paper for you or they have somebody wrapping the gifts for you no no they have a table with wrapping paper hung on the walls with some bags with some ribbons when i, I tell you bougie <laughs> there you go there's a gift wrapping station we get up to the fifth floor there is a a deck on the fifth floor like a big uh lounge area outdoor lounge area on the fifth floor you can see it's across from north station very pretty very nice obviously it was freezing when i toured it but it was very nice there's a grill out there some tvs very cool get into the apartment obviously they show us the best apartments <coughs> excuse me I, I had something in my throat um they show us the best apartments i get to it just full on full panel glass window view of the zaken bridge in the garden Fine. like it, it it was like i said it was too <laughs> too nice i was very tempted Jack started it, to it salivate was... and his wallets like kind of being like oh no leave me alone i was very upset it was bad then to make matters worse they, they take us up to the sixth floor this was after our whole tour she goes you got to see this yeah full corner view so you have the garden and the zaken bridge view and you also have the entire north end view uh on the on the side and then take us up to the 11th floor 
Another 11th floor view of the Zaken Bridge in the garden. Gorgeous. 11th floor rooftop terrace where you can see the entire north end across the water. You can see everything. Uh, you know, you go back down to the fifth floor. They have a, a complete half basketball court. You can see right across the North Station. They have a whole ass gym. They have a sports room. They have individual workstations, work from home stations with like little cubicles. So me who works from home could sit in there with my laptop, get some work done. They have printers in there. It, it was extremely bougie and had me tempted to spend too much money. Uh, but it, it, it was when I tell you it was gorgeous. Oh, man. Is that a rent <laughs> situation or you would own it? No, no, it's rent. We're not looking to buy anything right now because, mm. I mean, I think I asked you this already. Yeah, yeah, not not to like get too deep Sorry. or too into it, but no, 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 no. It's it's not that bad. But like, if we're looking to you know eventually settle down, start a family, have dogs, et cetera, et cetera, right? Like we don't want to. Well, we're gonna have dogs, but the point is like I don't want to. I just a... like that you you didn't like you you skipped right like past kids. Euro step. I didn't have a family. Kids. I didn't. No, I, I know, but like family. you you were like start a family. And then I thought you were going to say have kids. You said have dogs. Well, I'm 23. Give me a break. Oh, no. Listen, I I don't don't think either one of us should be having kids anytime soon. Looking forward to like six, you know, five, six, seven years down Mm, the line. If that is what I want to do, I don't want to do that in an apartment in Boston. You know what I'm saying? I I don't really want to buy. And a lot of people say renting's a scam, and it probably is. But at this point, I'm going to rent. I'm going to get something in Boston because we want the experience. Right now, we're looking less so in the north end more so in like brookline a little bit because it's cheaper uh, a little bit in the west end if we can find something cheaper Th- there are some places in the north end still but uh the, the boston area on a t-stop I-, I think is is where we're looking a couple places by fenway too which is nice but uh yeah the the cross the garden apartments are just a bit too rich uh for my blood even for the chat that believes that i well am, jack uh, looks at well-based. bougie apartments uh i was watching the game of my dad yesterday which we can get into in a moment and I'm I'm like, all right, like I want to order DoorDash. Got the free trial of Dash Pass a month ago. Forgot to cancel huge. it. Rookie move. No, not huge. Oh, so see, I got charged. Uh, and I was okay. like, oh man, like now I gotta use it. So I'm using uh, it. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, it's actually like pretty good. Like, I'm not gonna have to pay. And then I remembered my stairs are still gone. They still haven't <laughs> like replaced the stairs. Yes. So the stairs are still gone. I want to order food. Problem is, I don't want to go all the way downstairs to get it. So sure. I turn to my dad and I say, when are they going to fix these stairs? It's been, I mean, when did I first talk about this? A month? Yeah, a while ago. Month I mean, they were on the roof for like five days straight hammering away when I was trying to, <laughs> I was sick. And we I were remember. doing the trade deadline. They were on the roof. Can't fix the stairs. It's very funny. <laughs> my gosh. And then my dad said, do you want to call them? And I said, no. And they said, okay. <laughs> I, he resolved it pretty quick. That's, yes, that's he did. Fair enough. Took care of it. Oh, man. All right. Well, speaking of the Celtics game, we've spent 20 minutes on stairs, apartments. And You're welcome. The casino. So you, you can appreciate the story as I know Landon will. But uh, Celtics beat the Sixers in what I called uh, one of the best games of the season. What Sam wants to call probably one of the most stressful games of the season. Stressful. Um, I don't know but, if I would say infuriating. It, I don't know. It was interesting. It's a big game. It, interesting big game. game. For sure. Celtics win 110-107. Obviously, Jason Tatum hit the big-time three at the end after being – we'll call it spade a spade. He was bad. He was – that might have been one of his worst games of the season. I was like, what uh, the hell? And then it went in. I was like, all right, there you go. It's like, <laughs> he I was, was like, awful. I was like, I'm not even sure he should be in the game. Yeah, and like th- this kind of went past – 
like normally when we say Tatum's bad, we mean Tatum's been inefficient, but he was like other than that also just really bad. Missing layups. Like, yeah, he was missing shots, away. missing missing layups, turning the ball over. It just seemed like usually when Tatum is inefficient, he can make up for it in other areas, but it almost looked like he was too scared to shoot the ball at times. He when when, yeah, and when he tried one. to and when he tried to make an extra pass, it just wouldn't go to the target. It, it was like I said, one of Tatum's worst games of the season. Luckily for him, Jalen Brown played a solid game, a couple, you know, messy possessions where he should have passed the ball or turned the ball over. But overall, he had a good game. Al Horford with, with the hand of God. He was ridiculous. Derek Al White. Horford, with the, I love when he's fired. Amazing. Like, amazing. And against Philly, hot. too. You, you have to love it. It was phenomenal. Um, Derek White obviously had a good game. Smart was OK, uh, but he, he did his thing. Um, Grant Williams played solid defense. I thought on the beat, he was good. Uh, I want to talk about Joe Mazzulla's rotations after we talk about the game, but also mm-hmm. big shout out Mike Breen, man. I, I know you don't like Brian Anderson. I Mike don't Breen's mind him heater. that much, but there, there's nothing better than Brian Anderson. That bang call on whoa, Tatum. Whoa, 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 whoa. Go back and say it correctly. You said there's nothing better than Brian Anderson. I know you meant Mike Breen. But there's we just nothing can't better than Mike there. Breen. <laughs> there's nothing better than Plenty Mike better Breen. better than Brian Anderson. <laughs> all right, all right. But the, the bang call on Jason Tatum, you got mm-hmm. it at the end. Uh, even his reaction to when Embiid nailed that full court shot that would have tied the game. Yeah, it was so it was genuine. Point two seconds. It was, I mean, that was a ridiculous shot. I For a second, I, I was, was like, furious. Wait, wait I was so mad because <laughs> I wanted to go out after the game and I ended up going out. Yeah. But like, I was like, I really don't want to watch an overtime. Like, this game has been stressful enough. They really should have mm-hmm. won it. They were up 10 in the fourth. Brogdon See, smokes a layup. Then Philly gets a little bit of fuel and comes all the way back. This is my thing. I think that was a and uh, uh, to, to put to put a wrap on it. That Embiid shot was ridiculous. That was awesome. Um, well, not awesome, but it was awesome. That I, you know what I'm saying after the buzzer. Uh, it, it was a great showing at the end there. But <laughs> incredible, me, I think, potential moment. Oh, for sure, and it was a good moment. Regardless. It reminded me of uh, the confetti. Very yeah, similar. <laughs> uh, Embiid knew right away he was too late, though. He didn't even think. I thought it was good. I I was. I did too. I was like. I was like, no, he got that off. Usually I'm pretty good at telling. And I was like, man, he got it off. And then it wasn't even close. It was like Chris Middleton times 10, like Chris Middleton in the playoffs when he hit that full court. Right. Oh boy. Um, but anyways, um, I thought that was a good example of, you know how you say like, oh, they need to hold a lead whenever they get it, which is just not how basketball works. And you know that, but you think they should anyways, which I understand. Right. There, um, there's like times where I think that. That was I thought that I was. I think like, you, there's not times. That's every time. Anytime. No, the it's not. If they go up it, like no. 15, I think I think it'd be ideal if they did. But I, I mean, if you're up 15 in the first quarter, I don't expect them to be up 15 the whole game. That's just not how it works. But there comes Sam, like a I can, period. In the I can game. remember exact conversations we've had where the Celtics were up by a lot early in the game, and you complained about them blowing the lead. Well, because you know it's coming. Sure. And, and when they Anyways, go up early in the game, they de- I feel like they develop bad habits. Like if they see a bunch of threes sure. going early, they start chucking. Like my that's point, like the kind of thing. But go back. My yeah. point is I think this game was a good example of a back and forth game that I didn't think any lead was safe, right? Like the Celtics had a 10-point lead, but like uh, like Philly was playing well enough where the, their run didn't like surprise me, and I wasn't necessarily upset that the Celtics blew their lead, right? Because shout out Joel Embiid. He played phenomenal, right? I thought the Celtics played – Sure, but like regardless, I thought the Celtics did a decent job. They traditionally do. Embiid was getting to his spots, hitting shots, and you can complain about him dr- <clears throat> mm-hmm, for sure. And you can complain about him drawing free throws, but like outside of a, a few calls, most of them were just him getting into the lane and the Celtics having to foul him. True. Right? 
like Grant Williams having to foul in and you can complain about that final shot before Jason Tatum's game winning three where he he fell into into Jalen Brown but that I mean, was Jaylen a foul jumped into him. exactly that was a foul right and he did a good job of baiting Jalen into doing mm-hmm. that um I thought Embiid played a great game Tobias Harris was huge for them you can be frustrated that he's hitting his shots but like like I've said a million times heading into the game he's accepted his role and done a good job of playing off Embiid lately uh you had James Harden making a few clutch buckets Tyrese Maxey was as quiet as ever uh i don't blame him as much i blame Doc that was Rivers that's for... so funny we were on the <laughs> pregame mean, yeah. you're like you know what i think we're getting a big game from tyrese max and i was did like did i yeah, say he that he yeah and oh. i was like he did have a maybe maybe it was Devin that said that to me actually someone said it to me yesterday and i was like well he had okay. a really big game when i went in boston and uh six well I, hey like i'm saying i blame uh doc rivers for that why are we bringing him off the bench like he's not he's a starter like just put him in the starting lineup get over it like I, I don't back it. Anyways, uh, PJ Tucker killing the Celtics on the glass. Uh, but then, <laughs> excuse me, <coughs> on the other side of things, I'm dying. Uh, I have the post the post COVID cough. It's still lingering. Um, you had Al Horford playing great. You had Derek White uh, having a massive game. Jalen Brown making his shots. Like you had good players doing great things on either side. Tatum unfortunately wasn't one of them, um, but he came up when it mattered. I just it thought it like was a, a good left. Yeah, exactly. I just thought it was a good all-around back-and-forth game. Um, and that's why I thought the beginning was weird. Like, the Sixers played better than the Celtics at the start of the game. But outside of Tatum being bad, I couldn't necessarily point to anything in the game saying, like, oh, the Celtics are garbage today. I just genuinely thought Embiid was dominating them, right? And you could you could say I th- Horford was missing shots early. I thought that was bad. Like, But outside of players missing shots they should make, like I don't think the Celtics necessarily played bad. I just think the Sixers were really good. And obviously the Celtics turned around. They started hitting their shots. They started you know improving their defense on Embiid or at least slowing him down a little bit. And that's what caused the change in the game. But I just really – I thought that was genuinely just – a great back and forth game between two really good teams. Um, and and maybe you have a different opinion, but that's, that's, I I have a slightly different opinion. I do think both teams played well for the most part, thought Tatum sucked the entire game until the last minute. He made and like that, two that was clutch the big threes, thing. and it was like, yeah, that oh was my god, no, 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 no! Like literally, when he came back in the game in the fourth quarter, I was like, I didn't. Think act- I actually said game. to my dad, I was like, I don't even think they should put him back in. I don't think so either. Yeah, like Derek White. Brogdon. I want to talk out. about rotations too. Yeah. Well, we, yeah, we, was all I right, won't get into it Brogdon too, too much. Phenomenal. I thought sure, they both yes. had solid games and like they're playing well when the Celtics took the lead in the fourth, like they were okay. and Jalen was doing a good job, but mm-hmm. let's go back to the game as a whole. I thought they were really sloppy uh, at, at times. And a lot of that was Tatum. Tatum was kind of mm-hmm. looked nervous. At Jalen had a couple bad a couple turnovers. Layups. Jalen, Jalen had a couple had some turnovers. I mean, they all kind of did. The second half was really impressive because they battled back on yeah. the road against a, a shout out Horford counts a good team. <laughs> I love that shout Horford out. was the one to kind of rally the troops. I think that's fire. Like that he's the elder statesman. Like that he was mm-hmm. in Philly and they hate. I like him. that he was not talking trash. Talking I wonder trash what Al Horford trash talk is like. I bet he's like kind of nice, but like it's like it's like backhanded like disses. He's like, yeah, yeah, you tried really hard, but I got it. Still. Yeah, he's like, did you like that? I made that shot. It's like Tim Duncan trash talk. Yeah. <laughs> or Kawhi Leonard, board, rebound, bucket, <laughs> bucket. Just yeah. <laughs> but, like, I was really impressed by Jalen Brown yesterday, even though he yeah. was sloppy at times. I thought he was a huge part of big that shots. team's big uh, separation early in the fourth. Also thought Derek mm-hmm. White was a big part of it. Again, playing great defense. Back to your uh, narrative there. Defense, all, all defense. Hey. 
I'm telling you. Derek White's just really been solid, excellent, playing with confidence. And if he's able to knock down shots at the degree he's doing it now, the Celtics are going to be really dangerous. He's been because the third that's best player on the Celtics this year. I stand Would you say? Third? I said he's been. He's been the third best player in the Celtics this year. That's kind of where I was going to go. He's playing like a third scoring option at the very least, and he's mm. coming off your bench. And there's definitely a little bit of recency bias, but I stand by it because I was saying it earlier in the season, mm. his defense is the biggest thing on the Celtics this year. He's been the best defender on the Celtics this year, and that's saying a lot considering who's on the Celtics. Uh, he's somebody he, that doesn't really settle a lot either, which is one mm. of the things I think makes him great and makes him really great for this team. He's not just chucking threes. He's getting inside, hitting a spin move, a Euro step, slowing down, throwing a floater up. And his touch around the rim is just excellent. And I'll say, you can rely on him. I think the stretch of games without Marcus Smart obviously helped. And we we had a Mm -hmm. conversation with, uh, you know, longtime chatter, Jimmy J, about it. Him saying, like, oh, yeah, Derek White's been better in these games because these people are gone, blah, blah, blah. And we talked about it. But I think that stretch of games gave him the confidence. And we're seeing the continuation of his aggressiveness in these games where everybody is healthy. Cause he's had a really big two games since the all-star break and everyone's been healthy. And I think that's really important. He had 18 against the uh, Sixers seven on nine from the field, two of three from three. He was really aggressive. Like you said, he was playing great defense. Uh, I thought his defense on James Harden was great in particular. Um, Harden he, didn't really have that many points yesterday. Did he? He finished I feel like it was a quiet day for Harden. 21, six and eight, five there of 16 go. from the field, two of eight from three. It was five uh, so, of fifteen from the field. Uh, five of sixteen from the field. That, that's three, why so. he seemed quiet. We still had twenty yeah. points. A lot of free yeah, no, throws. Uh, uh, a lot of whiplash on that see. Sixers team throwing nine back. free throws. Nine free throws. Yes, total. Yeah, the, they the they do a lot of falling around. Thirty-five to twelve was the free throw disparity for you. I understand, so. especially in the fourth quarter. I didn't think any of the calls were bad. I don't think against Embiid, like when they were fouling Embiid, like they were really fouling the hell out of him. Like they were hacking. They him. were. But they were grabbing. Like him. early, like. And that's credit Embiid's to him. Embiid's the strongest guy on the floor until he's not. And then he's like falling all over the place. He might be the strongest guy in the league. Yeah, but like not, not when you touch him. <laughs> sure, sure. And then he turns he, into jelly. As much as you want to complain about Embiid and Harden, they are just playing to the rules. And and, and I, I think a big part of. the rules. I think a part of why they get so many free throws is because they're that dominant and the refs give them the benefit of the doubt most of the time. Right. And I see what the common narrative. Oh, well, LeBron does this and they don't give him the calls because he's too strong. Embiid knows how to get to his spot and get free throws. Right. And as much as you can blame him and blame the refs, there is skill in that. There is talent in knowing where to go and where to, you know, bait the free throws so you can get to the line. And I just don't like all the falling. That, that's no, literally I understand it. that. I, I thought there like, was like less he's just falling all over the place. I thought there was less of it that game. It was really bad in the the game before the game where the Celtics were shorthanded. I thought it was bad, and I thought it was bad in the season opener with all the three point uh, fouls oh, for James Harden. Yeah. That was rough. But got I one didn't yesterday. think nonsense too. Yes, yes, I didn't think it was as bad this time around against the Celtics. However, I will say there was one call that really annoyed me. It was when Embiid was at the elbow with Marcus Smart guarding him. Yeah, that was a bad call. Ran into him. What what was Marcus Smart supposed Marcus to do? Marcus standing there? his ground, hands back. Let me find it. And Embiid just goes right through his chest and knocks him over. Do you remember what quarter that was in? Uh, it was in the third. Ask. Okay. And Marcus is guarding him, doing a good job at like not getting back down, holding his spots. And Embiid just like, barrels over him and then they call block and they yeah, hit Marcus with a block earlier sense. in the game that shouldn't have been a block when he just kind of stood there and PJ Tucker ran into him 
Well, mm-hmm. whether you think that should be a call at all or or nothing, that's a no call. It, I think that's a no. I call. think it's a no but, call too. But if you're gonna call something, then call a charge because you ran him over. Yeah, it's, it's not a block. But he didn't like pull him down. Me, he just like stood there, and then PJ Tucker ran through him, and Marcus fell. Watch on YouTube if you want to see, but I'm sharing screen right now so we can watch this Marcus Smart thing. Marcus okay. Smart guarding and in the post, and Embiid kind of sticking his head into Marcus Smart, uh, more at the free throw line. Um, Marcus Smart guarding him, and Embiid going to drive, kind of sticks Shoulder, out a little. Chest. It was definitely a little bit of a flop. Like Marcus Smart absolutely sold it, but J- Joel Embiid did chicken wing him. He I extended mean, the elbow. Where a this bit. is frozen on the screen, if you're watching, it's literally Embiid like running through him. Perfect gar- legal guarding position. Perfect legal guarding there position. Oh. Running through him, chicken wings him. They call a trip is the call the refs make. Yeah. Well, uh, he and, really uh, tripped over lying, what his body when it was on the floor because he pushed yeah. him. He calls the trip. Very laggy video. But as we can see here, just w- where is Marcus supposed to go? And Bede barrels through him. Marcus Smart kind of pulls the table on him, pulls the rug on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. And B falls he over. He wasn't like hand checking him or anything. Yeah, you're not bad. supposed to do. By that the way, I like said, the design of that court. You do? I, yeah, I do. For them, I the court was if the Celt- if the Celtics did it, I wouldn't like it. But for them, I think it looks nice. Why? I thought the court was. I terrible. think it's plain. Like, I think the red around the the darker wood looks nice. It I thought the wood was uniforms. Ugly. It looked like blurry. Like it looked like it, there was dirt on the court. I thought. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it made the picture. I kind of like it. And I like something John Corrales pointed out. The. I believe this is what he's referencing. Let me share screen again so we can look. And again, watch on YouTube if you're not watching. You're missing out. YouTube is where uh, a lot of the fun is. You see this darker shaded thing? That is the uh, the old, old lane. Yes. Lane, which is very cool. But I just think like the spots around the co- I don't know. I think it looks Not cool. a fan. I think it looks ah, cool. Maybe, maybe. There are anyway. worse things that have been done with courts, Brooklyn. Um, <laughs> also, I, by the way, before we move on. Yeah. Uh, our boy Lewis got to see a great game on our dime. If you're yeah. looking to get yourself to a Celtics game or other event, promo code HBTC on SeatGeek. Jack got his uh, riches there, sent it on Venmo when I got the payment. Uh, <laughs> make sure you use HBTC. It gets you $20 off on your first SeatGeek purchase. Does not have to be a basketball game. Can be a concert, comedy show, uh, play, whatever it is you want to go see. We'll help you go see it hbtc on seat geek if you're on youtube it's on the bottom of the screen the whole time might be a little laggy but it's there check it out check it out yes yes but uh for the most part i didn't have a huge problem with the calls i know a lot of people pointed at the free throw disparity i think a big part of that was the sixers aggressiveness and tatum's lack of aggressiveness Agree like, with if that. being honest like was the calls were the calls perfect no were the free throws a big part of it yes but also you have your the guy in your team who averages the most free throws took two and I don't blame that on the refs. I blame that on Tatum just not driving a lot, right? Tatum was just having just an off being night. terrible. <laughs> just being bad. So there's that good win, though, for the Celtics. Shout out Horford. He was the catalyst. That was awesome. I do want to talk about Joe Mazzulla's rotations. I saw okay. a lot of people mad at it. Mad at it. I talked with a uh, friend of the pod, Andrew Doxy, on Twitter. Saw him uh, complaining about Missoula. My thing was basically... Let's not make this about Missoula. Let's make the conversation Tatum was bad, not Missoula was bad for not playing Tatum. Something like that, which I, I'd stand by. What is that what people were saying? Well, people were complaining about Missoula for the I have some complaints, but that's not what it was. I agree. This is what I'm saying. I think 
I don't think Missoula should catch heat because Tatum was bad and he still played Tatum. That's your start. You're, you're going to play Jason Tatum, right? And as much as you and me just sat here and said, maybe they shouldn't have Jason Tatum will oh, always way, be. Actually. Yeah. Jason Tatum will always be on the floor at the end of the games for Celtics. I don't care if he's shooting over 10, he is going to be on the floor. Like that is just his caliber player. If Joel Embiid is shooting two for 12, in the game, and he's terrible. He's going to be on the floor. Nikola Jokic going to be on the floor. That's that's superstars, right? Luka Luka Doncic is if he's shooting five for thirty, he's going to be on the floor. You know what I'm saying? Like he he's that caliber of player. So I understand that. That being said, I didn't like Missoula's end of game rotation. Right? I saw a lot I of people complain about Grant being on the floor. I understand that because of the size, and I, I I can acknowledge and admit, yes, it is hard because you have so much talent. Derek White has to be on the floor. That's my thing. I I, I, I agree with that's where that. you're going as that's well. That's where I'm going. I and I I would hazard to say, unless he's having a really off night, I think Derek White almost always has to be on the floor at your end of games. He's been that good. I think it might be situational. Here's what I thought. Okay. You go up early in that fourth quarter, and I already complained about this, but in all seriousness, you were up in the fourth quarter, you're up 10, and you were playing well. You're, you're doing a great job. You're mm-hmm. getting out, playing good defense, getting to the basket. Like Derek White was creating a lot of good looks, creating, putting pressure on that defense in the paint, and they were getting out in transition, which was great to watch. Mm-hmm. Now, about five minutes left in the game, starting to lose your grip a bit. It all The, the first domino to fall, Brogdon misses a, a pretty like easy layup. Philly comes down, gets a layup. That's a four-point yep. swing. Then the Celtics come up, chuck a quick three. It was Jalen. Then Philly gets another two. So essentially you have lost six points in a matter of like maybe 45 seconds and mm-hmm. the game has changed. So, so now you're backpedaling and you t- then take out Derek white, who in my opinion was one of the key driving forces in I'd say your success the second, yesterday. Second or third best player that game behind Brown and Al. Yeah. But he, okay. he was, he was, he's in the category of those two yeah. at the very least. I agree. Mm-hmm. And then you bring in Tatum. Who's been terrible. Now, he did hit two big shots and won the game to your point clutch. He should be in when I saw him go to the table. I was like, man, like, come on, like just leave (laughs) these guys out there. Like, listen, if you don't put Tatum back in and you lose, or even if you win, it looks bad. Like that might piss him off. Like there's a lot of things that can go wrong. And by everything you said is kind of true. You kind of have to. And again, literally what you saw happen is why he hits two big threes within the closing minutes. One of them wins the game for you. But you're going to hate this. Did not like Grant playing. Thought Grant sucked yesterday. Thought he was terrible. Really? Yeah, I thought he was terrible. Maybe not defensively. Like the defense didn't jump off the page to me. I thought Embiid was getting pretty much whatever he wanted regardless. And if you're going to throw a second big in there, I would have rather had Rob, who I thought was pretty good yesterday. See, I he, disagree. I thought we, Rob I'll, was excellent. I'll, I'll Maybe not on the defense. No, no, end. I don't. I don't disagree that Rob was good. I disagree that uh, Grant was bad. I thought he was terrible. He gave you nothing offensively. I thought he sucked. Like literally shot the three off the side of the backboard. Like he he just looked bad. And Grant okay. has not really looked great over the last stretch of games to me. I excuse me. I understand. I think he's had good games. I think he was really good in that Philly game last time out. The last time they played Philly, I think I'm sure he was. I don't remember me, vividly, but I'm sure he's. Let fine. me look at the schedule. There was another game I thought Grant was really good in. And Oftentimes he is fine. I think about it. Um, uh, I thought he was Pistons good in game, the, the the Milwaukee game. I thought he was really good in the short he was good defensively. Game. Sucked offensively, mm-hmm. but he did he in that was one that had jumped off the page that he was he doing a great job defensively. I thought he was pretty bad offensively. I didn't think he gave them a lot. Uh, he had like I an alley oop, and that was it. I mean, I I, I think it's all. 
relative, right? Grant's not like I well, guess what, he shot what was four for the 10, offensive output for in that Milwaukee? Four game. for ten, two for four. He shot twelve points, but uh, and the turnovers okay. were off. I'll give you that too. It's not terrible. But, four for ten isn't terrible when you ask I, I a thought, role player to take more shots. My thing is against Philly, against Embiid. I thought Grant's performance went a little bit undervalued because of the defensive possessions. What he was had, his like, stat line yesterday? Just, just so I know all the facts. He, he didn't shoot well. He shot bad. He shot one of five from three, one of six from the, the field. Okay. That, that was bad. He had four points, five rebounds, two assists, and he had a block as well. That block on Tobias Harris, I thought was good. And I, I thought the defensive things he did went under the radar because they don't necessarily show up at the box score and Embiid still had a big game, right? There is and, no box score for that, and Embiid did play well. But having a big body like Grant is important, and I'm pretty sure he forced at least one miss in crunch time. Th- this is my thing. I, I think a lot of people will look at Grant's quote-unquote defense, you know, issues and look at him wrapping up and being at the end wrapping up excuse me i think it was harden was it harden who he wrapped up on the drive right yes and they'll say oh he's getting beat he has to do this first of all i i mean i think almost anybody in the league gets beat by joel and beat he, he is he is one of the top five yeah. top six whatever you want to say best players in the nba the most dominant force in the paint no shit right <clears throat> wrapping him up there is important right you, you can't let him get a free shot and i will also say if a lot of players try to wrap up Joel Embiid, he'll probably still make the shot. So shout out to Grant for being able to wrap him up. But I think a lot of the defensive possessions he had, like you said, forced him to stay away from the paint, right? A a lot of the times when, and unfortunately the matchup data isn't ready for this game or else I'd go in and I'd look at their possessions against each other. But from what I remember, and I I can quickly pull up Embiid's shot profile and look at it. I think a lot of the shots Grant forced Embiid to take were I'm looking at the shot chart now around the skirts of the paint instead of getting into the paint and into the restricted area. I think he, he a lot of those turnaround jumpers. I think he has a strong enough body where he was able to at least slow down and beat enough where he couldn't get deep into the paint and not a knock on Al Horford. I thought granted a tiny bit better of a job at that than Al did yesterday. And I thought Al did a good job once he got into the paint, but Embiid was getting to his spots really well. And I think in an end game scenario where, you know, Embiid is going to have the ball in the post, having that, that big body to go up against him is super important. Uh, and so that's, that's largely why I was fine with the grant thing. I get that. That I think strength said, is a tough thing to see through the TV for me. That's like one thing I never noticed. And I think you made a good point. And what I remember is Embiid taking an elbow jumper with Grant on him and crunch time and missing. So yep. to your point, that's correct. But I just personally think I thought Rob had a better game. Now I don't want Rob guarding Embiid in the post. That's that is the perfect. issue. Sure. But don't mind him having him. Don't mind having him be the roamer, maybe helping. I don't know. But I, I, I do understand. think he was excellent offensively. He impressed the hell out of me, made a run in transition busted his ass down the floor and got himself a dunk. It was fire. It looked like a soccer <laughs> shout out Rob. Play. Yeah, shout out Rob. He, he played good. My issue was Isn't less jumper. Rob right? versus Simmons Grant. And as crazy as this sounds, it was more white versus smart. And I'm the biggest smart defender in the world. That's fair, too. I'm the biggest smart defender in the world. I think he's phenomenal. And went at it with Jimmy J in the YouTube comments a little bit. He said Celtics are 11 and six without smart dot, dot, dot. And I said, correct. They're objectively worse without smart. That is a worse winning percentage than the rest of the season when smart has been healthy. But Derek white has been so good. I think smart isn't an automatic play at the end of games anymore. Right. And he, he is as close as you can get to an automatic play at the end of games outside of Jason and Jalen. 
But Derek White has been so good that I think he needs to be in these lineups, especially if he's hot like he was against Philly, especially if he's playing as good defense as he was all season and against Philly, right? Um, you can argue you should have been in for Grant. I'm fine with that. Hell, you can argue you should have been in there for Taylor. I, I lean but Grant. We, we saw why. And that's fine. And that's fine. But my concern with that is then what are you doing with Embiid? All Horford, yes. But then what do you do when Philly gets a switch? Taylor right? helps, I, maybe. I mean, but they like, were they were getting a switch that, anyway. I know, and but Pete they had were Brown on the final possession. I know, but they were you like the switches were either, you know, Horford to Grant or Horford to Jalen or Horford to even Tatum. As great of a defender as Derek White is, he is small and he would get. Oh, he's not guarding. He's not even close. Smart might give exactly. him a little bit more difficulty, as you saw in that play that we watched and even listen to us describe. Even Rob, who I thought did an okay job against a bead on a few possessions, like. Agree. I, I would take Grant on and be a 10 times out of 10 over Rob. One in the one. post, absolutely, yes. So that, that's why I'm fine with Grant. And as we've said a million times this season, Joe Mazzula has been put in impossible situation after impossible situation. He's taken over the job for Ime, impossible situation last second. He, he's taking over a team where he, they're expected to be good, but he's not going to get any of the credit if they are good, impossible situation. Right? And th- that's just a fact. That's what it is. Reddick talked was. about this on uh, his podcast. I listened. Do you listen I to listened it? To the, it yes. the Mikhail Bridges one? I he didn't was, get far into it, but I listened to that part. Missoula and he deserves credit. He basically he said, does. yeah, he needs credit. Like he's, mm-hmm. he basically said the coach's job is to get the absolute most out mm-hmm. of the players he has. And he feels as if Missoula is doing that. He's maximizing. Just look at maybe somebody like Derek white, who last season could have been a player thing, could have been a coach mm-hmm. thing. Wasn't giving you what you're getting now where he's nasty. Like literally shout out to him for taking shot over a game yesterday in Philly, hostile environment, good team rivalry. That, that game was the super bowl for those Philly mm-hmm. fans. I mean that they were juiced in that building ready for you, saying really shout mean things to, to some they're of the good. players, by the way. Yes. That was rough. I mean, what bad. do you do? I mean, they were, they're hammered. It, they, I didn't see, <laughs> not sure if they avoided it completely, did not see racial slurs, saw injury being pushed. No. Not Still. as bad as the racial slur. Of course, yeah. The power rankings, the racial slurs, number one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But um, the latest impossible situation Joe Mazzula is in that people are going to get mad at him for, he has genuinely eight players on the roster capable and that should be Maybe in the more. closing five. Right. And arguably more. The the eight I'm referencing are the starting five, Smart, Tatum, Brown, Horford, Rob, mm-hmm. plus Grant, Derek, and Brogdon, depending on matchup. And you could if Sam Hauser's hot, you could argue him, right? Like they have that many players that are capable of closing games for them. And no matter what happens, with yesterday being the perfect example against the Sixers in a game they did end up winning, so he deserves the credit for that. People are going to be mad about who he plays, no matter, no matter who he plays. There are going to be people mad that he chose Grant uh, over Derek White. There are going to be people mad if he had chosen White over Grant and then Embiid body Derek in the post and the Philly went on a run because of it, right? People are going to get mad at Joe no matter what. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, one of the hardest yeah. coaching rotation decisions of all time it's yesterday. Tough. It's like tough. Yes. Games on the line, <laughs> rivalry game, Milwaukee breathing down your neck, Philly kind of out. creeping up the standings. Missoula is given the choice to roll with the boys that got him there or bring Tatum also, back in the game. Go ahead. Also, Michael Pina, friend of the show, we had him on yep. once. There we go. Tweeted this out, and I think it's important. When Philly was making that run and when, and when they were doing all the stuff down the stretch and when the Celtics needed a bucket, did not call timeout. Joe Missoula did not call timeout. He kept his two timeouts. And in the end, he was able to call timeout on the free throw and then call another one to set up the final play. 
right? Yep. Not like so kept the two timeouts and it worked out perfectly. Called the same final play he called against the Cavs earlier in the season. Jason Tatum got a wide open look. Celtics win the game. People ragging on him for timeouts all year. Use them perfectly against the 76ers. In a game in fairness to the haters, to use them perfectly. He lost a timeout. Like Did he, they got he didn't call he didn't call timeouts under two minutes. Good okay. on him. To to ever to Michael's point, to your agreement, good yes. on him. He but he yeah, okay. While that run was happening, there was over four minutes to play, and they had four timeouts. Sure. But, hey, you know what I'm going to say? As I'm Joe Missoula, from Joe Missoula's perspective, we won the game, didn't we? Yeah, we they won. won the game. So what are so. you going to do? And, and if <laughs> oh, anything, sure. that game being so close is on Tatum for playing <laughs> yeah. like me. I literally had it in the chamber. If, exactly. like, he didn't, like, clutch up there, I was going to tweet at me playing high school basketball and just say Tatum tonight. <laughs> oh, man. But also, before we get into the cards, the last thing I did want to say. Coming out of the All-Star break, we did a pod, and I said on this podcast, this seven-game stretch um, is going to be an indicator of the rest of the season for the Celtics, right? Yes, let you me, did. Let me, let me pull it While up While you here. look, we Talk talked about, about this game Philly stretch. game and all the mm-hmm. different ways it could go. Yeah. And that was such a huge way to win that game for the Celtics. Okay. Huge. You beat them on opening night, beat them early February at the Garden with the fellas playing with Jason Tatum. Then you win a game in Philly, juiced up crowd, a game that you trailed by 15 points, and you had to win in clutch time, and you did all of that, came back on the road, and beat them down the stretch. Talk about a mental edge. Mm-hmm. No, it's huge. And this is the I think this is the exact type of game the Celtics not maybe, maybe obviously you root for a blowout, but like this is the type of win the Celtics need to have against Milwaukee at the end of March. Right. I, you know, I'll take it. They win the game fine. Exactly. But um, going back to the stretch that I mentioned, I was pulling up schedule. <laughs> the seven-game stretch I was talking about, Indiana, Philly, New York, Cleveland, Brooklyn, New York, Cleveland, right? Seven-game stretch, right? I mean, eight-game stretch? Am I doing math? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven-game stretch. I was correct. Um, And I said if the Celtics can go five and two on that stretch, I think they can win 60 games. Beating Indiana in overtime, it was a tough game, got the win. Well, closer than it should have been. Sure. And then beating Philly to start that win, to start, excuse me, to start that stretch 2-0, huge for the Celtics down the stretch of the season. Now you got New York, Cleveland, Brooklyn, New York, Cleveland. You're going to see two of the same teams, two in a row. New York's been on a heater. They've won five games in a row. They're looking good. Uh, Brooklyn has absolutely no offense. I will say, I said on this podcast, I think the Nets are better than Knicks. That was stupid. Uh, I don't think that the Nets are better than the Knicks. I think they have better depth than the Knicks is what I should have said. But obviously the Knicks have the all-star power. Sure, sure. They okay. they need some offensive power. They need Cam Thomas to turn into Kyrie Irving uh, without the, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, I'll, I'll let it breathe. I won't add to it. I was going to start point, pinpointing <laughs> some things that maybe um, he did. New York. New York, New York, Brooklyn, those are big games. I think the Cleveland games are even bit bigger, excuse me, because of the way they punked the Celtics earlier in the Massive season. Massive games. E- like, and hey, Cleveland's a good team, right? Expecting them to just dominate them, go 2-0 is maybe crazy, right? I said a 5-2 and two stretch during this is important. I think they should beat Brooklyn, especially with the lack of offensive power on the Nets team. I don't think they should underestimate Brooklyn because I still think there's a lot of talent there. And I think Mikal Bridges is showing, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of offensive firepower and that's a good defensive team. Jock Vaughn, Mikhail Bridges, Royce O'Neal, Cam Johnson, Nick Claxton. Like they they lock up. So be ready. Now likable Nets team. Exactly. <laughs> Even if they had exactly. KD, I'd still like them. But mm-hmm. Kyrie's gone. That's that's the big domino there to fall. Go. 
but um should be Brooklyn. That means you have to go one and one against New York, one and one against Cleveland. And I know you're going to say they should go two and zero against New York. You said you're going to take the words right out of my mouth. Think they should do the double on them. Shouldn't have lost the Garden. Should have a chip on your shoulder. (laughs) Sure, but my point is the Knicks have two All Star caliber players. The Cavs have three All Star caliber players, maybe four. If you think Evan Mobley can get, I think Cleveland's better than Philly. And I said it before. I really. Maybe maybe it's just from a Celtics perspective because the Celtics have been so good against Philly. Did it again yesterday. Oh, they, Cleveland is a, a, a new animal, a team they really haven't seen in the past. Uh-huh. They've they've dropped the edge to them already, losing two OT games to them, two excellent games by all accounts. Those feel like last season, by the way. That was so long ago. <laughs> yeah, so early in the season, but, but you you need to find your footing there and kind of show you can hang with those guys. Because Donovan mm-hmm. Mitchell is a guy that always kind of shows up against the Celtics. If you have to play in the playoffs, not going to be fun. A lot of size, uh, young talent, good size. It's it's going to be a team that's going to be a pain in your ass for years. My point is, if they beat Brooklyn, they handle business there. You only have to go one and one against both of those teams to go five and two on the stretch, which is huge. Which is mm-hmm. huge. And you got three national TV games right in there. Uh, well, in the fantastic! Stretch. My ears are blessed with <laughs> all, Brian Anderson. All ESPN. Oh, all ESPN up. games. There you go. I, I was waiting for you. Um, in fact, how many TNT games do the Celtics have left? Only two, Sam. Only two TNT games left. Well, you know what's terrible is the conference finals are TNT this year. <laughs> that is it tough. switches every year, and they got they Final. got Breen last year. Mm, that is tough. Breen had COVID for hey, game seven, so they didn't even get him for that. Knock on wood, if the Celtics get to the finals, it's ESPN again. So uh, well, it always is. Go. Is it always ESPN? It's always ABC. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought you were saying it switched back. I, anyways. No, no. Anyways, big stretch for the Celtics. Uh, I think they can win 60 games, and this was a good start to the seven-game stretch. That I, I would like to see 60 so. wins. I really would like Huge. to see a title. Win 40 games <laughs> and win the title. I really don't care. There you go. Well, maybe, maybe not 40 games. you got to get into the playoffs. Well, you got 42 now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lose the exactly. rest of the games, win the title. It's still 500. Also, again, before we get into the cards here, we only have three left, so it's not a long cards day. Um, the Celtics prevented the Sixers from the 40-20 rule. I saw that? that. I actually thought about that mid-game. I did, too. I saw it on the bottom of the screen. I didn't yeah. want to uh, jinx anything, so I didn't say it. But Sixers 39-20 and 20 on the season, which is notoriously the mark of a championship team. If you win 40 games before losing 20, Sixers did not get there this season. Not uh, championship not material, the only streets are saying. Th- that, <laughs> that means only three teams in the NBA did this year. Celtics, Milwaukee, Bucks, Celtics, and... Denver, the team Sam does not believe in. I genuinely I don't believe Denver. In I, I I think if I had to pick a finals team this year, it'd be Denver. So far. they might come out of the West. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they beat the Celtics. I only think they come out of the West because I really don't think there's like any other real established teams. Like I think Phoenix Grizzlies have a new. chance. Phoenix has a chance. Dallas has a chance. Clippers have a chance. Warriors have a chance. I think there's a lot of teams with Memphis a is another team. Like I think Memphis has really good depth. I think Jaws is a really good player. I think he's an MVP candidate. Like or or maybe not a candidate, but like he's at the level of like those other players that are candidates. Yes. Like he's just as good. I just don't know if they have uh, the experience. Is such a lame thing to say because everybody has to do it for a first time. The Celtics didn't have the experience they, last year. Well, they've had plenty of playoff experience. So like they've been at the conference. That was their third conference. Or for Jalen's fourth, Tatum's. The third. Warriors didn't have much playoff experience when they made the. Finals they did not, the first which is year. true. You know what I'm saying? Like there, there's a first time for there's everything, but I don't know. I know what you're saying, though. I understand. Anyways, cards time, shall we? Yes. So we wrap up the finale. Oh, uh, so st- it's an kind emotional of very time. I believe three cards left. Yep. 
Let me check the final scores or what are soon to be the final scores. So we said if I get it on five, I win, right? If I get it on five for all three, do I win? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're just going to be trying every time, though. How should we be pulling? If I have no idea, I'm not going to pull it. I'll just get Okay. Maybe maybe I'll get lucky. Honest individual. 251 to 170 right now. I'm just trying to keep it under 100. I'll still get my double points, but. Okay. Average 16.7 points per game while playing for the Celtics from 93 to 97. And Jack Sam loses. wins. <laughs> 93 oh, 97. Yeah. I have no idea. How many points? 16.7. 16.7. Yeah. I've got nothing. I'm I'm just gonna go to the next I'm one. I'm trying to like I flip them. I, I have I have no idea. See, this is annoying. Like we said last podcast, this is like the dead area. Like, I don't know anything that's happening for in the 90s, right? This is right. just just a dead zone. All right, should we go to four points? All right, it just yeah, let's just roll with it. Drafted and signed with the Celtics in the 18. 18- Excuse me. Drafted and signed with the Celtics in 1989, but didn't make his NBA debut until November 5th, 1993. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, this I know like who it is. Sounds like I know who it is. Had before. I don't. No. I know who it is. I'm putting it in the press. I chat. don't know who it is. I'm going next. Named 1989 FIBA European Champions Cup Final Four MVP while playing for Panthinaikos in Greece. I don't know. Wow. You're up the creek, my friend. <laughs> Am I going to know this? Uh, I'll give you a hint. Same number as Luke Cornett. Unless I'm wrong. What number is Luke Cornett? Oh, Jesus, Jack. I don't know. That's your guy. You don't know what number he is? I should. I don't know what number he is. Born in Croatia on April 24th, 67. Induction to the Hall of Fame in 2018 after playing just 224 NBA games. Uh, I do know the name. It is. Hit me, Sam. Is it Dino Rajda? It is Dino Raja. Yep. What'd you get? Four points there? Yep. Four. <laughs> what number is that? Am I 40. Tripping? Yeah, I thought it was, I was thinking it's 41, but I, I, thought, I knew it was in 40. I don't know why I thought 41. All right. Well, there goes my chance at five points. Let's see if I can get one of these two. Have Sorry. we had Jason Tatum yet? I think so. Okay. I was wondering. Born May 29th, 1976 in Hampton, Iowa. <clears throat> Oof. So wait, 76, that would make him probably played in the early 2000s, right? Mid 2000s. It's got to be a white guy. I don't <laughs> Uh, number four, join Tim Duncan and Shaquille O'Neal as one of three players uh, in the 1990s to be named to an AP first team All-American twice. Ooh, that's some hmm. good company there. And I don't know the answer to the question. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm good for three points. I if don't you're know. Ready. This is like another dark spot for us. Average 10 points, six rebounds and two blocks over an 11 year NBA career spent with the Nuggets, Mavericks, Celtics and Blazers. Two blocks, ten point six boards, and two, average two blocks over eleven years. Oh man, Nuggets, Mavericks, Celtics, Blazers. I don't know. I don't know this either. I'm good for next if you want to go. Yeah, because I don't know. I feel like I'm going to know this. Join the Big Twelve Player of the Year, or excuse me, two-time Big Twelve Player of the Year, whose number forty-five was retired by Kansas. I, I'm. I still don't know. Uh, I'm guessing. <laughs> Sam's going to pull acquired by the Celtics in October, 2003 in the trade that sent Tony Delk and Anton Walker to the Mavericks. I don't know. Very similar right. name to me. Hit it. Rafe LaFrance. There you go. Rafe LaFrance. White guy. I was right. Is it? Yep. Oh, man. All right, Sam, this is the last card. The last card. 
So sad. Thank you to Uncle Dan Who's it gonna for the be? Christmas gift. Uh, spent two months on these cards. Wow. Ripped through them. We should have done one an episode. They would have no, lost. No, I, I like. We're just segment. Yeah, this segment. Native of Davenport, Iowa, two Iowans to end the cards. Native of Davenport, Iowa, who's inducted into the Hall of Fame in 2019. Boy, could be anybody. I'm I'm going to four points. I've got nothing. Coached at Coe College, North Dakota, Bowling Green in Minnesota before jumping to the NBA in 1970. So it's a coach. That's truly unfortunate because I don't know. I just don't know if we had this guy yet. I have a guess, Mm. but I'm not sure. Twice named NBA Coach of the Year, once with the Cavs and once with the Celtics. Cavs? I don't know. I don't know the answer to the question. Shall I go next? Well, there's only like three guys. No, there's only like three guys because I did this as part of the Sully's Jeopardy. Like, There's only a few guys Rat. that won. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm I'm gonna to guess. I think I know who it is. Sam is guessing two points. Named one of the top 10 coaches in NBA history when the league celebrated its 50th anniversary in 1996. I feel like I should know this, but I don't. Uh, so I'm going to go. Served as Larry, head coach of the Celtics during Larry Bird's first four seasons, winning the championship in 81. I should absolutely Bill know Fitch. this, but I don't. Yeah, Bill Fitch. There you go. All right. Is that three points for you? Yep. Sam right. ending on a clean, yes, Bill Fitch, clean 260, Jack ending on 170, 90 points behind with his cheats, Tim ending with 18 points because he only played a few times. Uh, so sad. It's yeah, so sad. end of an era. End of an era, great era. Maybe we'll get like a board game and we'll like make one move. Yeah, we we'll got to find the dice one time each episode. Chat, let us know. Let us we'll know play Monopoly should, at the end of every do. show. <laughs> we'll both roll once. We need another end of show tradition. We did Sam's question for guests. We did the cards. We need something else now for the end of the shows. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. But anyways, I think that just about does it for us. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, one plug for me is the YouTube subscribe there. We'll make it two plugs, though. Leave us a rating on Spotify. I still see 12 there. If you're getting to this point, check it out. Hit the three dots. Leave a rating. Leave us five stars. Uh, leave us whatever many stars you think we deserve. Although Sam is going to say just do five, which we, we would appreciate if you just leave us five stars. Yeah. Thank if you're you. like going to like give us a mean rating, just like, don't do it. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, like take not. your anger out somewhere else. Get mad at us in the YouTube comments instead. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Go, go get mad at us go. in the YouTube comments, but hit the subscribe button. Uh, subscribe to how about themselves. Like, I believe we're seven away from 300. So if you're hearing this, help us out. Tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your grandma to subscribe. We'd appreciate it. Uh, my, my grand, I just should have told this at the beginning. My Nana texted me at the end of the game last night. She goes, what a way for the game to end. And she was, she was very excited. So it was fun to see her watching the Celtics game, but uh, yeah, subscribe to how about them Celtics on YouTube. Leave us all the ratings and Spotify and Apple podcasts. We appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I'll throw it to Sam. Yeah, thank you very much for listening or watching. If you're watching, you're on YouTube and you see the SeatGeek banner on the bottom. So we'll say it one more time. Head over to SeatGeek. Use promo code HBTC to save yourself $20 on your first purchase. Doesn't matter if it's the Celtics, concert, comedy, theater, any other event. If you use HBTC, you'll get $20 off like our man Lewis did last night in Philly and got to see quite the show. On top of that, Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube, leave a like, a comment, tell us whatever you want. Uh, what did I say? Worst pimple place? Tell us at the, be- oh, we, yeah. the beginning. Let we it, talked about that. Let us know. Um, on top of that, you can find us on socials at How About Them Seas, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. We're there. And you can follow Jack at Jack Simone NBA. You can see his Celtics blog work there as well as he doesn't share heavy, but 
He does say it in his bio, heavy. And also me at Sam LaFrance NBA. You can see me complain about stuff. And, you know, it would be really great if I didn't freeze at the end of these shows. That's it for us. Right. Check, check, go.